Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden or boxes to check than a deeply personal connection with our Creator. We are also surrounded with messages that tell us that our value is in our ability to get things done, while at the same time saying that we as women shouldn't stand out or draw attention to ourselves. My name is Emily Lewis, and you're listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. For 26 years of my life, I felt like it was my responsibility to keep God happy by doing all the things. I was desperate to be good and to belong. So I exhausted myself by checking the boxes and squeezing myself into the expectations of what others and what I thought God wanted from me. But when I learned that God loves me unconditionally and with radical grace, that allowed me to let go of toxic relationships with the church and myself. Now, as a beloved daughter of God, a wife, a mom, a kids ministry pastor, a speaker, and a worthiness coach, I am confidently living the life that God meant for me. I'm here to help you overcome beliefs that are no longer serving you so that you too can live a well-rested life, ask for what you want, confidently expect to receive what you're worth, and have deep, authentic relationships with God, yourself, and others. When you are grounded in God's grace and own who he says you already are, it opens up the door for the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I'm Emily Lewis, and I'm so glad you're here, friend. Hey there, friend. Welcome to this life-giving episode. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for hanging out with me. Today's episode is going to be short and sweet. I'm going to share some scripture with you that has actually been encouraging to me for years, but I haven't thought of these verses in a long time. I think it was during Sunday's message by my pastor that I heard these verses. I, I could like flip through my notebook and figure out where I scrawled this note down, but it was so good for me to hear these verses again, because when we have hard things, painful things in our faith journey. Sometimes it's hard to see the good that was there too. Honestly, the good can be more painful than the hard and then the bad because it's so mixed emotions with, well, not all of it was bad. And if I say that not all of it was bad, what what part of me has to grieve that not all of it was as good as that other part when maybe it could have been, if there hadn't been so much brokenness, if there hadn't been abuse, if there hadn't been, you know, but it was so comforting to me to hear some verses that I read when I was like 14 years old, when I was really starting to understand my own need and my willingness to admit my own need. Cause it really was, man, it's been people pleasing for me for so many years since childhood, I did not want to admit that I was a sinner. I did not want to admit that I needed saving right then and there. It was really easy for me to be like, well, it's seven. I prayed a prayer because it was easier for me to say when I was younger, I needed, but now I'm good, which definitely points to the lack of understanding of what the gospel is and how holistic and important for all of life it is. But my people-pleasing tendency kept me from falling into God's arms and accepting what he was extending to me, eternal life and abundance, right? 
So in that season of really understanding who God was, I remember loving these verses from John 10 and just being on that journey of like, God knows me. God loves me. I know his voice and definitely the start. Cause it was another seven to seven to 10, somewhere in there years later. No, over 10. Jeez. Okay. So it was a lot, a lot of years later that I really understood God's love, but little pockets of his love, um, reminds me of Phil Wickham's song. It's always been you. Mm, it's always been God that even in the hard spots, even in the things that are scary and we look back and we can see God's hand throughout all of it. We can see the thread that he's always been there and he's always been the one pulling us up and pulling us forward and comforting. So that's what these verses did for me. Maybe you have a marker from younger years that maybe you should go revisit and be reminded that God's always been there for you, but I'm going to share this one with you. So in John 10, it's talking about the sheepfold and how Jesus is the good shepherd and there are hirelings or that's the King James version of it. Um, another way to describe it would be thieves and robbers where they, or hired hand where they are hired. Oh wait. Yeah. There's thieves and robbers and hires hand in this story. Um, but, um, Jesus is talking about how he is the true shepherd. He's the one that really cares. He's not like a hired servant who marginally cares like, well, it's my job. So I kind of have to, but if there was danger, I'd be hightailing it. And I'm maybe not caring for the sheep the same way as the good, the chief shepherd in these verses, um, starting in, mm, I'm just going to start at the beginning of the chapter. Um, truly, I tell you anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because they don't know the voice of strangers. Jesus gave them this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Jesus said again, truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so they may have life and have it in abundance. Oh, we've talked about that verse a lot here. That's not even the one I'm talking about. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He loves us that much, he cares that much. The hired hand, since he is not the shepherd and doesn't own the sheep, leaves them and runs away when he sees a wolf coming. The wolf then snatches and scatters them. This happens because he is a hired hand and doesn't care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father, I lay down my life for the sheep, but I have other sheep that are not from this sheep pen. 
I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. Then there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life so that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have the right to lay it down and have the right to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. The verses that stand out and that have been a comfort for a long time are the verses about God knowing our name and he knows our voice. We can talk to him and he knows who we are and we learn to know his voice as well. And then I think it's just a few verses later. Yeah. Jesus is explaining it again and they're asking him, tell us plainly. And he's like, I am, I am here doing my father's mission and the works that I do in my father's name testify about me, but you don't believe because you were not of my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. There's that voice again. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I and the father are one. Hmm. It's so good to be reminded that nobody can snatch us out of the Father's hand, Jesus's hand. I guess he's talking about them being in his hand Mm. and how Jesus knows your name and we can know his voice and we can follow him and his voice isn't harsh and vindictive and scary. It is inviting and comforting, yes, guiding us but in a way that makes the sheep want to follow him and lets us follow him. So listen for that voice. Listen for that comforting voice and know that he knows your name. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you need rescued from. He knows it all. And he's holding on to you. He's not letting go. He's holding on tightly. You're in the palm of his hand. Like the song, he holds the whole world in his hand. Yeah. And on a more personal level too, you are being held in his hand and nobody can snatch you out of his hand. He's not threatening to drop you if you're too much or if you miss his voice or leading, like none of that. It's so comforting to know that he knows our name. We can know his voice. We can follow him and he's not going anywhere. There's the synopsis on the things that stand out to me and are such a comfort that I probably need to return to more often because when we remember our belonging and our place in him, it shapes everything else. That's why it matters what we believe about what God thinks about us, right? What we think God thinks about us matters incredibly. It is so important. So study that, meditate on it. Maybe go back to something that has been an anchor for you in past seasons like this chapter used to be. And I'm going to be reading and pouring over it and so thankful for how God shows up in our stories that he has always been there and he continues to write beautiful and good stories. Even when we're in hard spots, we can acknowledge that hard. It's not about dismissing the heart, but we can know that we have hope and joy and peace because we are so loved. 
And before you go, I have to tell you about a brand new thing that I have available for you called connected. It is to help you grow into a deeper relationship with God and yourself because the two are interconnected. They are, they run parallel our relationship with ourselves and our relationship with God have to work in tandem. They work kind of like, I don't know, like a teeter totter. There's balance on both ends and meeting God right in our humanity, right where we're at is critical to growing deeper, authentic relationships with him and with others as well. So I'm making this, what was a 31 day challenge in March into a course that you can take on your own self-paced with audio and a workbook so that you can get the transformation that the women who took it live also got. It was so good and so healing and a perspective shift for the women in there that I wanted to make it available to you as well. So go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash connected, and you can grab that. It's just $79 right now, guys, this has the power to give you confidence and boldness that you're looking for and help you show up with authenticity instead of the people pleasing, instead of the fear of rejection. If you want to own your worth and who God says you are, like a minute ago, I was talking about how our perception of how God sees us matters so much. And if you want to work on that and get practical tips and mindset shifts in that area, this is the course for you. Go to your relationship with God dot com forward slash connected. I can't wait to see you in there. I cannot wait for you to experience the transformation and abundant life that comes with deeper connection and understanding of God in your life. And this is not just for new Christians. This is for Christians who have grown up in church. Maybe you have a warped sense of who God is. And you're like, man, I want to straighten this out. Or maybe you're just like, I need something new and fresh and to revive what used to be there. This course will change your life. So go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash connected. And I'll talk to you again here soon. Thanks so much for listening to the abundant grace podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, or you heard a nugget that you needed, I invite you to share it with a friend. Who else relates and would be blessed by today's episode? And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered to own their worth too. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, there is nothing you can do to add or take away from your worth. And there is nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you any less.